Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile, with a special holiday message. If you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of our plans, even unlimited. Now, I realize this is more of a holiday offer than it is a holiday message, but if you read between the lines, you can see a message in there. It says we love you. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch for the offer. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. What blueprint of faith? We have been studying the kingdoms, the difference between the different kingdom, the two kingdoms, the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. We spend uh, several weeks going through the structure of the kingdom and uh, the structures that we had looked at was um, the kingdom itself. We looked at the king. We looked at the kingdom's authority or the king's authority. I apologize. We looked also at the people or the citizens of the kingdom We looked at how does one enter into the kingdom. We also looked at some of the principles in that kingdom. And we then uh, migrated to the future of the kingdom and the king. And we, as I mentioned, have been studying. If you've been following us, uh, you know that we've been studying the kingdom of darkness. And in this episode, we are going to begin on the kingdom of light, as we have seen in the scripture. And uh, we started with uh, Colossians chapter 1, verses 13, uh, when it states that uh, he who he has delivered us from the power of darkness and convey us into the kingdom of his son of love, which is the new King James version. I read out of that. And um, the King James, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And so uh, we see that when one uh, to enter into the kingdom, 
you must be born again. You must be born, and as you and I are born into the kingdom of darkness, we are also born into the kingdom of light. And so uh, what uh, we're going to take a look and see that God had this plan of redemption that we uh, we did not know anything about. And as a result of the fall in Genesis chapter 3, when God came and he began to, um, uh, people uh, put it as that God began to judge mankind. I don't look at it that way. And the, and, and Lucifer and the uh, uh, serpent and stuff like that. I don't believe that God really judged them. I think God was making them aware of what was happening to them as a result. I believed who he judged was the serpent, but man and um, uh, uh, his his creation, man and uh, Adam and, and Eve, I believe he was just informing them what the result of their decision was. And one of the things that he had promised that um, that uh, uh, issued uh, that there was a kingdom coming or someone coming was in Genesis chapter uh, three. And uh, 15 minutes says, I will put Emily between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head and thou shall bruise his heel. And that was the promise that someone was coming. You and I did not know that it was a kingdom that a new kingdom that God was creating at that time. And so what um, he was uh, looking at and what he really was putting together was this new kingdom. And so uh, as mentioned in that uh, in, in the book of Genesis that I just read, that God said that there was going to be someone and that someone was Jesus Christ. And so now what he started to do was that he started to use the prophets to now begin to educate us or bring to light uh, us to us that who that king was. And uh, Jesus Christ was and is the fulfillment of the promise that was made in 2 Samuel uh, chapter 7, verses 8 through 17. And um, it talks about the, this um, king coming through the lineage of um, David, which was foretold by Samuel the prophet. And it says, And when the, day, uh, the days be fulfilled, and thou shalt sleep with thy fathers, I will set up thy seed after thee, which shall proceed out of thy bowels, and I will establish his kingdom. And that is a promise that God had given to um, uh, David about the that there's a kingdom coming out of his lineage. And uh, God began to describe, the prophet began to describe that kingdom through him and um, that he would establish this kingdom. Isaiah 9, 6 through 7, one of the famous verses that we quote all the time. 
For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The seal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So we see that this king is being foretold and the type of kingdom that he would rule. It also tells us of some of the principles that are in this uh, kingdom. It says that it would be established with judgment and with judgment. And so those are two of the principles that are governing uh, this new kingdom that uh, has been foretold in Isaiah chapter six, chapter nine, verses six through seven. And so I suggest you, you read those, you read Samuel, second Samuel, and it talks about the coming king through, um, David lineage. Now, if you take a look at the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter one, now the book goes through the generation of Jesus Christ and show you that he came through the son, uh, that he was called the son of David, the son of Adam. And he, his um, natural or physical body lineage that it came through uh, David. And the proof is right there as was laid out by Matthew in Matthew chapter 1. Also in Luke chapter 3, uh, 23 to 38, it uh, shows us the proof and that this Jesus was that promise um, king that was coming. And so the Old Testament, if you look at the book of uh, Hebrews in Hebrews chapter 11, it tells you, it calls this the, 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 uh, the faith chapter, we call it. And it also gives you the heroes of faith. And all of them were looking for this Messiah. And the Bible tells us that they died in faith believing that this Messiah is going to be coming. And we see this all through um, with Adam, not with Adam, with Abraham and Sarah, when they believed God. And so we saw all these men and women uh, standing in, in the hall of fame of faith. And I, I had gone through that in one of our studies before uh, of who they are. And what they did, the Bible says that they subdued kingdom. They, um, they wrought righteousness. Um, they, um, obtained promises. They stopped the mouths of lions. It gives a testimony of all of these men and women. Talks about Samson. It talks about, uh, um, David, Samuel, all these prophets and these men and women. It talks about Moses. It talks about um, what he did by faith and the people of Israel, um, and and moving from the uh, from Egypt to the Promised Land. And so, it tells you that these men and women were believing and looking forward to Jesus Christ, this new King, and that they died 
um, and they died without knowing. And so, but Jesus Christ became that, um, that, uh, that king that was promised. And, uh, the Bible tells us that the Jewish people will see and recognize who he is in the future. And I've mentioned to you guys about prophecy. Prophecy is that God allowed that man to come in our timeline, and he saw what he saw, and then he went back into his timeline, and he began to put pen to paper and wrote what he saw. And one of the things that uh, the prophet saw was that the children of Israel, the Jewish nation, recognized Jesus Christ as the Messiah at the second coming, when he comes, and they're going to say, when, when at the Battle of Armageddon, when uh, um, you have these nations coming against the children of Israel, they are actually going to get into Israel and uh, to conquer. And when they're just about to declare victory, as you say, the Bible tells us that Jesus is going to show up and that someone is going to yell to him, isn't that the one that we pierce? Isn't that the one? So they're going to recognize that Jesus Christ is this king that was promised in this new kingdom that God created. So uh, this kingdom, um, I wanted to go in a little more about this king because uh, the Bible talks a lot about this king. And it tells us, um, it announces his birth. Uh, if you take a look in the book of Luke chapter 1, uh, 30 and to 33, and the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And, um, and we've talked about that word favor, grace, which means grace, the divine influence upon God and the benefit that it brings to us. So she, um, found favor in God and the benefit that it brought to her was that God had picked Mary and choose her to be the vessel by which this king will come into this, um, this kingdom of darkness. And, um, but what he was his birth was different, and that is what uh, that is special about this king, is that he was birth of the spirit, and so he was of the essence, you would say, the uncorrupted essence that was of Adam before Adam fell, and so it was a uh, a second chance that god was basically giving mankind in the sense that a do over as as they would say and so jesus christ came in that um the material the way how adam came uh he was born of the spirit he was born of god and so he was not um he was not touched by sin as per se how adam was touched by sin after he fell. And so he had to create this uh, um, new, the second Adam, the, the Bible calls him. So if Jesus came as a second Adam, he had to come the way Adam came. And Adam came uncorrupted, and he became corrupted. And so 
Jesus came uncorrupted, but he did not, he was not corrupted. He actually conquered uh, the enemy and he went and made an open show of him. So that's what I wanted to bring to you about that uh, uh, specificness about Jesus Christ. He was of different um, material, the same as Adam was. And so when he uh, stood before the enemy, when the enemy came before him, it was as if that second Adam was having the conversation with him. And so that uh, uh, this time the battle will be won by the second Adam as the battle was lost by the first Adam. And so uh, sin, uh, we, we could see that in the book of Romans where it tells us that sin came as of one man and grace uh, came as from another man. And that man is Jesus Christ, the king of this new kingdom that God had intended to create so that we would be born into this new kingdom, to give mankind the opportunity to choose the kingdom of light. We are translated by our choice, for the scripture says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That is the entrance into the kingdom of light. And the Bible says that God gave to us the power to become sons of God. How did he do that? He, Bible tells us, uh, David, and he sinned, he said, create in me a new heart, renew a right spirit within me. And so that second birth is that of the spirit. And we're going to talk about that birth in a little more detail. But I wanted to show you and to educate you as to uh, that birth and what happened. I wanted to talk to you first about um, Adam and Jesus Christ, because the Bible says he is the second Adam. So if he was the second Adam, he had to come as the first. And that was, that's why he was not born of man. He was born of God. Adam was not born of man. Adam was born of God. And so Jesus Christ it was actually a do-over to get back uh, the authority that was given to to Adam when he he took it. The value of that uh, um, authority that God gave to us is very important. And that value that he gave to us was kingship over this entire universe in this dimension. He gave us the authority, the kingship over that. And Jesus came and took it because, as I mentioned to you, he made, he had to make an open show of a defeated king to all of his citizens and all of his prisoners in order for them to understood and understand that this king who had this authority has no longer have that authority. So the Bible tells us that Jesus went to hell upon his death, went into the kingdom of darkness, and he stripped uh, the king openly so that they can see that he no longer is king and that he is subject to Jesus Christ. This is what they do in the natural when back in the day when uh, kings were fighting battles. And so 
Um, I mentioned that he is, uh, the birth of this king was foretold uh, in Second Samuel chapter 7, uh, verses 12, but it was also, he was also foretold in Genesis uh, chapter 3, verses 15. And so uh, we can follow this line. And uh, we, I went over where his birth was, this king, his birth was announced. Um, we see that in Luke. In Luke chapter two as well, eight eleven, I mentioned to you Luke chapter one thirty uh, to thirty three the, the mention there as well, and um, and there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the fields keeping watch over their flock by night, and lo the angel of the Lord came upon them came uh, unto them and the glory of the Lord shone around about them and they were sore afraid, and it says, And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And so um, the Christ means which is the the anointing or the anointed one of God. And so uh, we talk about uh, the king's birth announcement. We talk about his genealogy that you can see in Matthew 1 and in Luke three twenty three that he is uh, a son of David, he, as was promised in Second Samuel. And so... If you follow this thread, you'll see that the um, uh, the king uh, he fulfilled that Jesus fulfilled um, all these prophecies that were given in the Bible about this king coming. Micah five two uh, is one of them. But thou Bethlehem, um, and it talks about Jesus Christ being born. It says Bethlehem. Uh, yeah, thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me. That is to be the ruler of Israel, whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. And so here's this king being uh, talked about and was born in Bethlehem in Judah. Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore the Lord himself shall give unto you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. We have Jeremiah thirty one fifteen. Thou says the Lord, a voice who heard in Ramah, Ramah lamentation and bitter weeping, uh, Rachel weeping for her children, refused to be comforted for her children because they were not. Uh, Zechariah 9 uh, talks about rejoice, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, the king cometh unto thee. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass and upon the colt uh, of the foal of an ass. Now, these things are all um, things that happen, evidence that happen in Jesus' life. But the Bible says uh, that the children of Israel they it, they were blinded to it 
they were blinded so that you and I can come into it. We would be, the Gentiles would be grafted into the, um, into the kingdom of God. And so, uh, he came to the people of Israel to show us. And I believe that God wanted to show us mankind. He picked the people and he wanted to show us that, um, that he wanted to, to teach us about this new kingdom that he has and this new kingdom rule because he wanted us to experience this kingdom and the blessings of this kingdom right here on this planet. And that, uh, uh, our, uh, our desires, uh, the will of the Father, all of these things ought to be seen and performed and done as Jesus said. He said, I don't do anything except what I see the Father do. And his purpose was to fulfill the will of the, of the Father. He says it while he was in the garden, and his his last couple of days on this planet, he says, the uh, Bible says that he was actually in prayer and he had this battle with his will and the will of the Father. And he comes out and he says, okay, Father, thy will be done. He said, I hate what I'm, what is about to happen, but thy will be done. And so... Uh, that is the purpose of this king. He wanted to fulfill the, um, the desires of his father. So we looked at the prophecies that, uh, were fulfilled by him. And, uh, we're going to take a look, um, and, uh, take a look at his ministry. So the ministry we see for the son of man comes to seek and to save that which was lost. So these are some of the things that the king came to do for his, uh, for the world on, on, as a whole, because he's now coming to build citizens out of this world that was in the world of darkness. And he began to collect citizens to build his kingdom. He started with the disciples. Uh, he started with the men and women that uh, began to follow him. So you see, this is why um, uh, Christianity or true Christianity began to grow because there's no way the devil could have stopped the birth and the growth of this new kingdom. And so uh, the people and the men and women that were uh, uh, part of the original uh, kingdom, the building of this kingdom, we call the disciples, we call, uh, we read stories about them. Uh, you, you obtain certain things by faith and all these things uh, that you get by faith because that is one of the main principles that is in the kingdom um, of of uh, uh, of Jesus Christ, and so you go through uh, all of these scriptures, and I'll read a bunch of them to you, so that you can go and take a look yourself and see that uh, the f- prophecy of this particular individual. There's so many of them in the Bible. Psalms 34, 20, um, John 19, uh, uh, 36. You have Psalms 16, 10. You have uh, Psalms 49, uh, 15. You have Psalms 2, 7. Psalms 41, 90. I mean, uh, 9, 41, 9. Uh, Psalm 62. Um, Psalm 69, I believe. 69, 21 talks about this. I mentioned to you Genesis 3, 5. Um, Hosea 11, 1. Um, Malachi 3, 1. All of these scriptures 
um, talk about the fulfillment of this Messiah, this king, this new kingdom that was being um, uh, given birth by the Father through Jesus Christ. And as I mentioned in the beginning, that he was the fulfillment of this particular um, kingdom and promise. And so I wanted to give you an overview. We're going to go into um, uh, this king a little more because uh, he can he can he comes to do certain things as I mentioned to save uh, those that were, were that were lost. It talks about Matthew one twenty one, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So. His purpose, as we see, was a much different than that of of, of uh, Lucifer. The Bible tells us that he is a murderer, he's a killer, he's, he's a liar, and all these things. So we're getting a chance to see the character of the kings of, of each kingdom. Mark 10, 45, for even the Son of Man come came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. So again, Mark ten forty four talks about the character. Um, Luke 4, uh, 4, 18 and 19, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year, the Lord. And we see that um, that is a fulfillment of uh, prophecy in, in Isaiah as well. Uh, but here is this kingdom, uh, this king and his uh, the type of um, character that he has. He is, his character is to give for his people to come and the poor of that are in the kingdom of darkness to preach to them because those are the ones that are thrown aside in the kingdom of darkness to the ones that are heart healed, the brokenhearted. So there's lots of broken heart, hearted people that are in the kingdom of darkness. There are a lot of people that are, he says to deliver the captives. So there's a lot of people that are in prison, um, uh, recovering from the sight to the blind. So there's a lot of people uh, that are blind naturally and also blind spiritually. So these are parts of uh, uh, to set at liberty them that are bruised. So this is a description. This is Luke chapter four verse eighteen. This is a description of what the the citizens in the kingdom of darkness look like. And so uh, Jesus came for them to start building his kingdom. Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth uh, with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed. So people in the kingdom of darkness were oppressed of the devil, it's very specific. They were oppressed by this new, by this king that is in the kingdom of darkness, and God was with him. Uh, Hebrews uh, uh, two fourteen. For as much them the children of uh, are partakers of the flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same through the death he might destroy him that had the power of death. And that person is the devil. And so Jesus, through his death, destroyed the power of 
the kingdom of darkness. Uh, the kingdom, the king also tells us that this king, even though he came to his people, uh, he, the people rejected. He's a king that is familiar with rejection. And we see that in the book of Mark, uh, Luke 4, uh, 28, uh, Mark 6, 3. Um, he was rejected um, by the Jewish nation. Uh, it, it, it talked about the death of this king. It talks about this resurrection of the king. And it talks about the ascension of the king. It talks about the return of the king. It tells you who this person was and all of his authority. And so um, what we're going to do is, uh, uh, because this one looks like it's going to be a a two-part uh, series on the king, uh, because there's so much about Jesus Christ in the Bible, and I think we ought to really go into the aspects of it so that we can get a full understanding of what he did for you and I. And so I will uh, continue this study about the king and his identity and uh, who he is, the character of this king, this man called Jesus Christ. And so I want you to come back with us, bring friends, uh, into, uh, um, introduce us to different family members, to churches, uh, youth group, all of it, study group. Have, a, have them come together, follow us at, at uh, Blueprint so that we can all learn together of, of who we are in Jesus, what faith is, how to utilize that, how to get access to those promises that I mentioned at the beginning of the show so that we can truly become the children of God. But I want to thank you for following me at Blueprint of Faith. And I continue to release, you hear me give the benediction in the beginning of this. I am very specific with that benediction because in it, if you understand what it's all about, you will see that there's freedom and power in that benediction. And so I want to thank you for coming and that uh, come on back and subscribe uh, at the site as well. And if you feel led by God to support us, I ask that you support us also so that we can continue bringing you the Word of God and all that comes with it, the power that is in the Word, that you and I would become free, that we become students of the Word, and that we would become the body of Christ, and that we would become the bride of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, thank you so much, and uh, we will uh, continue this um, this study uh, next week. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, 
Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.